What's going on, everybody? It's uh, Aiden Reddington here, your host. And I just wanted to chime in real quick before the episode and talk to you guys about staying positive, you know, keeping your head up, getting back on your grind, staying on your hustle, and just working through these tough times, all right? You gotta find a way to get a little bit more uncomfortable. A lot of us are cooped up inside, you know, just chilling all day, sitting on games, watching movies, which is fine, right? But you gotta find that balance. Start doing what you love again and find creative ways to get it done at home. I know you guys can do that. Again, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I'm very grateful that you're here. I hope all of you are doing well, and please let me know what you think of the episode, all right? Thank you. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show, Red's Corner. Today, I have a very, very special guest by the name of Austin Tomeko. He does all kinds of things. He's a grinder. He's a hustler. You know, I met him off uh, Instagram. I hit him up. I was like, you know what? You want to be on my uh, on my podcast? And he replied pretty quick. I think it was actually pretty late uh, when I DM'd him. But, uh, you know, Austin, uh, introduce yourself. Uh, tell the listeners a little about you. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. It's definitely a pleasure. I, you know, I yeah. appreciate you reaching out. So, again, yeah, my name's Austin. I'm from Long Island, New York. I currently live in New Jersey, Barnegat, New Jersey, for anyone that's up in the Northeast. No, um, still going through, you know, with COVID-19, it's pretty much the epicenter of the world right now. So it's, you know, times are, times are definitely interesting. So dealing with that, but um, yeah, I guess a short, I guess, kind of glossy summary of what I kind of do. I'm a fifth year student at Virginia Tech studying real estate. Uh, I, I network my face off. So I'm kind of glad that he, that, uh, that he reached out to me to be on the be on the podcast because you know I'm kind of on the same wavelength with you in terms of networking and you know right now with the times it's it's the time to get on social media and leverage that with all the oh, yeah. the extra time that's added to our schedules with being on lockdown you know a lot of people are thinking about it as you know I'm I'm locked to my couch but really I mean yeah you could be locked to your couch theoretically or physically but. You know, you have a you have a smartphone, you have some sort of device to to leverage. You know, like you're you're in your house, you're on lockdown, depending on where you are in the country. It's that's the time to make connections. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, again, I'm I'm glad that we're on the podcast together. But starting in real estate, I'm going to be working for Matthews Real Estate Investments here in a couple of months. They're the soon to be number one commercial real estate company in in the nation. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, Austin. Congratulations on that. Yeah, I appreciate appreciate that. Uh, Army National Guard infantrymen as well. So that's kind of something I have on the resume as well. But yeah, that's just a little short summary of kind of what I do. Yeah, and I, I feel like, you know, Austin, you're downplaying it a little bit in your voice. There's a lot going on with what he's doing, especially in the fact that, you know, you're not just doing a bunch of small things. It really is a bunch of big things that you've got going on. So we're going to dive a little bit deeper. Um Let's say when you were younger, what did you want to do when you were, you know, growing up and planning and thinking and learning and all that? Yeah. So growing up, I was definitely an athlete. I played three sports in high school, baseball, football, and I ran track. So I kind of found my, my comfort was definitely in sports. And uh, that's kind of where the leadership qualities kind of, you know, sprouted or blossomed. So uh, baseball was definitely my number one. I had a couple of professional um, teams looking out for me and definitely were trying to recruit me. The New York Mets, I had a scout from the Yankees and the Chicago Cubs all kind of follow me throughout high school. 
off and on, you know, it's, I'm from New York, so it's not the most, the heaviest, you know, recruited area for baseball. But, uh, okay. so yeah, that was, that was something that was very cool. I had a couple of different opportunities for school as well. And part of that recruiting process, I was recruited by the Naval Academy and West Point. So part of the recruiting process was, again, to answer your question, I, I, I just thought that sports was going to be my thing. So okay. when I was getting recruited by the Naval Academy in West Point, I, I knew what the Naval Academy was because my father went there. But I definitely did not have any sort of interest in going until the recruiting process started. And they wanted to acclimate the recruits to military life because part of going to an academy is you're not just going to be an athlete. You're going to, you're going to serve your country to a great extent upon commissioning and graduation. So went to the academies. They, it was about a week of, you know, playing baseball, acclimating to military life. And I fell in love with the military life over playing sports, honestly. So that's kind of where my route definitely changed. You know, we got introduced to, to drill and Marine Corps drill instructors. And if you know any, any of those guys or seen videos on YouTube of how those dudes operate, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. You know, they're, they're, they're definitely jumping down your throat, getting in your face, that whole deal. And honestly, I fell in love with that high intensity environment um, because growing up, it was kind of, you know, I was in a definitely a high intensity environment. So I, I, that parallel was, was, was drawn and I totally, totally grew towards it. And, uh, that's kind of where I definitely pursued was the military. It was interesting for me. Uh, my whole family was kind of taken back, but yeah. So that's, that's pretty much the route I took. So it was almost like sports weren't necessarily like too easy for you, but it wasn't complex enough. You needed, you need constant challenge. Every I needed more. Day. I needed more for yeah, sure. I got you on that. So you have some like a hyper focus, just always ready to go in your mind. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, you know, after all that, uh, you said you're still in school, right? Right. Yeah. So I was originally studying engineering uh, three years of that. And I said, yeah, I can't, I can't do this. this. Is not This is not me. I'm too business oriented. So changed my major to real estate and here I am. Yeah, I'm going to be graduating in December from Virginia Tech with, with that degree. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's coming up. That's pretty soon. For All sure. Years of grinding. So uh, was the engineering your idea? Did you think you, like, you, you, know, you wanted to be an engineer and all that? Or? So there, there actually is a story behind that. So I was actually bound to a contract to, okay. to study engineering. And that was through my father. My father and I did not get along when I was growing up uh, to to. I guess regress back to a statement I made where uh, a few few minutes ago where I said that I kind of grew up in a high intensity environment and that's how the military kind of tied in was he was a very, he went to the Naval Academy. He served as a submariner officer for, I want to say 20, 22 years. So he was in the Navy. He went to the Naval Academy and my parents split up when I was really young. I was born in Virginia and then moved okay. to New York when I was seven to live with my mother and her family who are you know, native New Yorkers. So, um, yeah, so I was, did not have a great relationship with my father growing up. He was emotionally abusive, sometimes physically to myself, my mother. So that was the first time publicly I'm saying that. So that's, you know, pretty cool that, you know, I'm you know getting on your podcast and saying that, but, uh, um, yeah, so it was kind of a struggle growing. I always was trying to find a father figure in my life to have because I was 
I don't know. I, I definitely yearned for that growing up. So when he reached out to me, when I was finally, we had years and years of no communication. Uh, Cause I grew up in fear of this guy because he was just such a, you know, like a, basically he was like a drill sergeant in my life, a real life drill sergeant that, you know, and it kind of conditioned me to again, be comfortable in those high intense situations where, where the military ties into my life. But anyway, so uh, around my, my college years, like I said earlier, earlier to you before the podcast, I, I went to school in Texas for the first two years. The only way I was funding that school was, through him he had money my mom didn't so i reached out to him you know against my will and said basically the only way i'm attending this preparatory school in in, in texas is if you you fund it i don't want to reach out to you for these i don't want to reach out to you for this i don't want to bother you with this i want to just keep our distance and he a couple of days later had his lawyer type up a 20-page contract that bound me to study engineering because he was a nuclear engineer so I was bound to a, to a contract to study engineering. And that's kind of where, again, the engineering comes in. And uh, totally, I totally breached the contract by, by studying real estate. But it's, that's what I wanted to do. You know, you, you have to pursue what you want to do uh, in life. And, you know, and I'm sure you can attest to that on, on many levels is you have to, no matter who is in your ear, your parents, you know, the closest friends you have, it's, it's, it's what's in your heart, what's in your mind, for sure. So I, yeah, I'm studying engineering, I'm totally business oriented, totally a hustler, like you said. So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of where that engineering part comes in. Okay, well, yeah, it's almost like, you know, throughout your life, times of trouble and trial, and everything has kind of built you to be, you know, like, like you said, the hustler, and, you know, the go getter, go oriented person that you are. So, you know, at a young age, you were forced to, you know, mature a little bit earlier. You're a little bit more responsible on yourself. Do you kind of feel that way? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, I mean, I had friends, obviously, growing up, and uh, most of them had their, their, their parents around, both of them. Even if they were divorced, they were both bouncing back and forth. And, you know, I, I'm not an anomaly. It's, I think divorce rates are through the roof. It's almost it's almost uncommon to find someone that have their both both their parents around so i'm yeah. definitely i'm definitely not a statistic you know it's it's pretty common but uh yeah i guess what's not common is how often people spin the negative to positive i think a lot of people dwell on the negative and it lets them you know consume them or dictate their life and i'm definitely not an advocate for that um, and I'm sure you're the same way. I mean, if, if you face adversity, you, you got to take it head on. You almost, you almost have to welcome it. You almost have to welcome it because it, it, it adds like calluses to your mind and it, it definitely, you, you, you learn it's all, they're all learning experiences. So, and I'm totally into personal growth and development. So, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I have to say about that. <clears throat> Yeah, it's how you grew. It's how you became the guy you are today. Who's about to make some crazy big moves. Um, yeah, when you sure. were, so let's, let's see this. When you were growing up, who, who did you look up to? Who, who inspired you to keep going every day? My grandfather, my, my, I call him my pop. So his, his name is Anthony Fragaletti. So he's my mother's father. I love that last name. Yeah. <laughs> very, name. very Italian. So, uh, and it's not, it's not ironic being from New York to have an Italian family. So basically he was, he was my father figure throughout my, throughout my whole life growing up in New York. So I definitely found 
counsel with him. He was, he was hard on us. He hold, he held me accountable is really what he did. Okay. He wasn't, you know, he didn't love up on you to the point where his arm was around you the whole time. And I wasn't looking for that. I was looking for someone to a male figure to look up to and teach me male things. Cause obviously my mom's my mom. I don't expect her to teach me everything in life. Right. She, she, she has her, she had her own things to do. She worked two jobs. I had to work in high school to help support some things too. Um, so he was someone I definitely found counsel in and he taught me everything. He really did. He taught me everything that I know, you know, all the attributes I have of myself are totally, I I'm in debt to him for that. So he, he's, he's the guy. What's the best thing he ever taught you? Whew, best thing he ever taught me was to say, you're sorry. <laughs> so say you're sorry. Cause a lot of people, you know, it's almost like they have a chip on their shoulder about, saying sorry or apologizing and uh he said if you he always said a real man can always admit that they're wrong and yeah. you know can can concede when when necessary so you know i he, he always said he, you know, a lot of people just like to be the macho man and i'm always right and so that i think that's really important because uh a lot of people and i'm sure you come into it every day like you even yourself, maybe I find it sometimes in me, it's hard to apologize because it's almost like a, a blow to your character or something or like your manhood. Yeah. It's really, I mean, it's almost like it's an innate, ego. for sure. It's exactly. Your ego. your ego and ego is something that's, Oh man, Oh man, we can have a whole day conversation on that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was definitely something that he taught me. And I try, I really try and implement that every day. That's great. That's great advice. He really, he, went out of his way to really, you know, help shape you help. He almost helped guide you through that adversity. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, too comforting, like you said, but he showed you how to become, you know, the hardworking guy who was willing to work to help support your family instead of, you know, hanging out, going to parties, stuff like that. I'm sure that's what you did. Like, what did you have to give up? You know, like, what did you have to set aside that everyone else was doing to, to really grow and, be the best you could be for you and your family uh definitely the social life the social the social life i didn't give it up i definitely just reprioritize that i'm, I'm yeah, totally that's a better way to say it. reprioritize and uh perspective is something i'm huge on and i think you know going through what i went through growing up it, it changed my perspective on life it changed my perspective on a lot of things so um I guess growing through high school when, when I rerouted myself from sports to military, I stopped hanging out with the guys in the lunchroom who were throw, basically throwing their own parties in their own little table, you know, just being obnoxious. And I, you know, I, I have a good sense. I'd like to think I have a good sense of humor, at least I'm told. So um, I was with those guys and uh, we would cut up here and there and I would stop showing up. I'd be in the library. I'd be in the library, okay. you know, completing assignments or whatever, uh, even networking too, because I was still business oriented in high school. So I'd be having conversations with like the staff members of the high school or, you know, whoever. And I just did not show up to lunch at that table anymore. So a lot of guys and people would, you know, start talking smack behind my back because I wouldn't show up. Oh, Tomeko thinks he's better than us now. And whatever, but really I kind of laughed at it a lot. Some people may get offended or, you know, get uncomfortable to the point where they go back to those people. I didn't, I just stayed headstrong. And I was like, I have a goal in mind 
And, uh, you know, they're, they're obviously small minded people. You can't get consumed or, or let other people's opinions really sway what you have set for yourself, whether that's a goal, whether that short term or long term, long term goal, you have to you have to take it seriously. You have to re- you have to prioritize every move you make. So that's kind of what I had to repri. I wouldn't say I wouldn't give it up. I had a social life. I had friends. You know, I, I it was just a reprioritization. Yeah, you just reprioritize. You know, studying, getting stuff done, meeting new people over the same lunch table every day. That wasn't you know willing to grow. Absolutely. Like that. That's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I really like to dig into the past, especially you know the first time I meet someone. I want to know. You know, what roadblocks did you go through? What hills did you climb and then fall? All kinds of stuff like that. And it seems like, you know, you've you've been through a lot, you know, and it's great to see you here and happy. You know, you're accomplishing your goals. You stay strong. A lot of people could have took in what you went through and went the opposite direction, you know, jail. They could have, you know, became abusive and a terrible, you know, person out of that. But you said, mm-hmm. no, you know, that puts you aside. That sets you aside. That makes you, you like, how you're going to become great is how you set yourself aside there. For sure. That's, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot. Yeah, 100%. So now that we dug into the past and we talked a little about the present, let's go a little bit more into the future. So sure. I, know you're, I know you're about to graduate and get your license. What is the move after that? So the move, the move, a lot of moves are being being are there are there in the works right now i mean it's like i said before it's it now's the time to leverage social media i mean we're we live in the information age where everything's at our fingertips so i mean whether it, does, it depends on where you are in the country so you're in dallas so and you were telling me your grocery store experience was completely basically normal where people up in the northeast new york new jersey I mean, it's, it's, you're waiting on a two hour line, masks, everyone's like staring at you if you get too close. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So if you're on lockdown, you know, everyone should be on lockdown. We have an, we have a stay at home order in place. So if if you are abiding by that, first of all, I'd like to say that we were given so much time back from that, where you don't have to commute anymore. You don't have to BS with the guy next to you in the same cubicle, like throwing whatever, having the conversations in the, lunchroom or what all that time is now given back to you because you're we have a stay-at-home order so i was kind of ecstatic that we had all that time added to our schedules because i actually write out it's almost down to the minute i write out my day uh the night before and you know i have i have a plan of attack every day a plan of the day i have a quote of the day so i've really really taking advantage of the time of just creating a plan, setting up those short-term goals and then having contingency plans as to when this whole thing is completely over, what I can start doing once I'm able to go into a public place, you know, meet people or whatever. So right now, obviously, yes, the real, the Atlanta or Georgia real estate commercial license is definitely in, in the works right now. But I've also just, totally leveraged social media. I, I mean, I, I, I story, I have multiple stories throughout the day and I totally, I mean, that's how we met. I think is totally like all my hashtags yeah. I'm using on my posts. Uh, you know, I wouldn't have met someone like you to hop on, have this opportunity to hop on your podcast if I didn't start leveraging social media. So like, this is a perfect exactly. example, perfect example of, you know, I took the extra time to, put a little more effort into my, my post and throw in a couple hashtags. And now I'm 
I connected with you, the guy from Dallas, Texas, totally halfway <laughs> across the country. So, I mean, that's, I, yeah. that's amazing. I really do. So, and we're, we're on here creating content for people. I don't know. I hope, you know, people get value from the stuff that we're talking about because that's, that's what I'm all about. I, you know, I, 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 yeah, I mean, we, you know, we talked about Gary Vee before and he's, what he preaches is add value to people. That's like the number one thing you have to add value to people to be credible, to even be credible. So, um, obviously that's what we're here doing. Uh, so that, so that's something that's in the works now. I mean, uh, what else? Leveraging social media, real estate, uh, personal fitness. I, I, I try and post my workouts throughout the day cause I'm totally into that as well. I, I want to, I'm, I'm trying to get my, um, physical training certification for that because, you know, I kind of train people on the side, just, you know, not, not with a certification, but I, you know, a lot of my friends or people that know me know that I'm in shape. So I try and, you know, definitely help them either get on the same level or just better themselves overall with, with that type of stuff, diet, nutrition, working out. So, yeah, I'm trying to put all that out. I'm trying to put all that content out on Snapchat, Instagram, anything I can. And yeah, I mean, that's, it's totally, totally working. And I, I really think that if anyone, obviously people are going to be listening, but totally try and leverage your time with the downtime that we're, we're that has now been gr- granted back to us. Because, I mean, it's a very strange time that we're in right now with COVID-19 being a thing and, and God bless, you know, everyone that's in the country and the world, hopefully that they're all safe. So, I mean, but, but this is the time to, to leverage stuff like that. Social media. I mean, that's the golden ticket in the information age 21st century. So. Yeah, it all makes sense. You know, you, you start posting every day, you start putting the hashtags down and someone's going to see it. Right. Especially when you're putting the hard work and passion behind it. For sure. It's a numbers yeah. game. It's a, it really is a numbers game. You could, if you post enough, if you continue to post, if you post, 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 someone is going to get eyes on your content and they're going to, they're going to see value in it. Someone will, there's a, there's an audience for a lot of stuff out there in yeah. the world. So uh, someone will eat it up. Someone will add, someone will like it. Someone will definitely yeah. hit you up and, try and connect and create. And that's exactly what we're doing. So, yeah, the whole point of uh, this, my podcast, I kind of rebranded it to people and their stories is I personally knew nothing about you. When I DM'd you, I was like, you know what? He seems to be a hard worker. I looked at your feed. It seems to be a hard worker. Let's hit him up. And I get you on here and I start to hear your story. And it makes me realize how happy I am to have this show because so many people get so many people and myself get to hear an inspirational story. Mm-hmm as much as I can put these episodes out. So I really appreciate you, uh, you know, going deeper and talking about that. And I just have a couple more questions for you. So um, let's go through your uh, daily routine. It seems like you've got some good habits going. Do you have a time that you wake up every day that's pretty much the same? Yeah, so I, like I work out every day. I may give myself a, a day rest. So depending on what the workout is of the day will dictate kind of when I wake up in the morning. Because we, we, like I said, we have so much time added to us, so I kind of can sleep in till like eight or nine. Um, yeah. So I, I typically, on average, now wake up at eight o'clock in the morning. You know, sometimes if, okay. I'm, if I'm really, really itching to get up and see a sunrise, because I mean, I'm totally into that stuff too. Just, I mean, just appreciating nature and stuff. I think that yeah. the, that that keeps you grounded. I, it keeps me grounded for sure just having an appreciation for all things. So, uh, 
That's yeah, I guess, I guess to break down into maybe bullet points of things I do on a daily basis is uh, I take at least two 30 to 30 minutes to an hour period throughout the day to shut all my devices off because I think everyone is, and I just funny, I say that because I'm talking about levering social media, but I think 30 minutes to an hour throughout the day, I think that's definitely a healthy break to take and just enjoy the people that you're with you know, in, in person. Yeah. I feel like everyone is eyes on, hands on to their devices and they're having half fast conversations with people. And I think it's important to engage with your family, especially in a, in a time like this. I think it's important to, maybe you're in a studio apartment by yourself. I think it's important to look out your window and appreciate, you know, the architecture, the, the, the people on the street, you know, walking around the people, just, in, just everything, because there's a lot of people that have nothing. There's a lot of people that, you know, maybe you know people that passed away or whatever and you, you, you have to, you have to think about stuff like that because like i said before perspective is everything perspective really is everything so if if you get lost in social media or your device that consumes it's like a rat race it's like an at home real in your mind rat race if that you have to stop that um at some point so i i have two 30 to a to an hour periods where i shut everything off i take in content like a mother. So I read and listen to a bunch. So right now, okay. right now I listen to uh, David Goggins' book, You Can't Hurt Me. I've been told so many times for the past couple of months to get this book. And I finally, finally bought it um, the past couple of days. And it's been my running partner for a couple of days since I, you know, since I got it. And, you know, he, he is totally someone I, I, I take in. I look up to because he was you know, also in the military. He was in Navy SEALs. So uh, his his story and his perspective on life is incredible as well. And he definitely uh, formulates and, and contributes to my perspective on life on a daily basis as well. So um, shut off my devices. I'm constantly learning and growing through other people's content, you know, depending on what I want to learn. Uh, and, and I, I really try and get that in, in the morning. That's like the first thing I could be making breakfast. I can have my phone plugged in or out loud for everyone to hear. And, and I try and get that because I want to start my day with that stuff. And I think it's, yeah. I think it's important to do that because you know, it kind of sets the tone. The, I mean, you can wake up and listen to all your, your music, your rap, your hip hop, whatever you listen to, but it's not really contributing to much. It may contribute to your mood, but it's not going to you know, formulate a, a, a perspective on the day, you know, and, and I think that's important. And also the night before every, every day I, I write, write out, I have a, I'm sure you've seen my stories where it's, it's out to the, it's to the hour, almost, almost to the minute of kind of what I had planned for the next day. So based on that plan, I listened to David Goggins and it's like, damn, he really, you know, added a great perspective to my plan that I have written out. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it really, yeah. it helps. It's, it's even more beneficial because I can have it write it, uh, written out and I can have this outlook on it, but I can hear something from David and it could, maybe it's something I, I, I learn, and that's even better because now I have this learned piece of information that I can now tailor it and, and, and implement it in that plan of the day that I have written out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, uh, what was that? No, I was just going to say that it, it, it'll contribute to maybe even a, a higher performance day, a high performance day. 
uh, greater than it, than it was if I were to just turn on my music, you know what I'm saying? So it's, that's, yeah. that, that, those are the essential things that I do on top of getting a workout in. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy how I know exactly what you mean with podcasts. I'll be, I mainly listen to like Gary V's podcast or this guy that in Dallas that I listen to uh-huh. and uh, I'll, I'll be listening to them and just, uh, I listen to them while I work when I mow lawns or mulch or trim hedges, anything like that. And sometimes they'll say something and I just have to take my phone out and write a note on it on how I can apply it to my day, exactly. apply it to my work. So I, I know exactly what you mean on that part. Yep. You, you got to listen to books and podcasts to know that like, it's not just listening to it. It almost evolves your mindset at that moment to then change the way you look at the rest of the day and work that day. Exactly right. All right. Well, uh, you know, we got a good grasp on everything. You've given some really valuable and really good advice. Um, I just like to kind of end stuff like this with a couple of just quick questions. So do you have a favorite quote? A favorite quote? Let me see. I actually posted one the other day. That's the thing. My mind is flooded with all these quotes that like I can never really even tailor one. So let's see. The key to happiness, the key to happiness is all in maintaining a level of discipline to keep you moving forward towards a better, more prosperous tomorrow. It's as simple as it's, I'm sorry, it's as simple, but as hard as that. So, I mean, this is basically, it basically kind of talks about perspective in that. And that's actually, I favorited that to write out for tomorrow. So, and that was, okay. that was, that was, that was post, that was something I follow a bunch of accounts on personal growth and quotes of the day. So that, that was an anonymous, yeah. that was an anonymous quote, but uh, I saw that last night and I was like, damn, that is such a, it's, it's short, sweet to the point. And it just, it's, it hits on a lot of things, but for me, it, what resonates, re- resonates with that is just perspective. And again, yeah, I, I think, I think everything is the derivative of a lot is your perspective and how you, how you see things and, and uh, digest things. So yeah, that's, that's definitely a great one. Yeah. You, um, you got a favorite movie? Favorite movie. Of course, it's going to be uh, American Sniper. American American Sniper. I, I love it. Chris Kyle, the whole, the whole story of that is just incredible to me. So that's, that's definitely something I I love. It just motivates me. You know, it's just really cool. Do you like uh, any of the Marvel superhero movies or anything like that? Do those motivate you a little bit? Or? Honestly, I, it's funny. I never really was into that stuff growing up. It's as odd as that sounds. It was just like I was outside just playing with whatever I could to get my hands on. I never really was kind of yeah. into that. But I appreciate it now. I mean, like Spider-Man, the whole deal. I mean, I, I'll watch it, but no, I don't have a favorite. Okay. What about a TV show? You got a favorite TV show? TV show ESPN. ESPN. Uh, ESPN. I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's good to get in in the morning. It's weird because there's no sports like going on right now. So they're just all running reruns, all running reruns of old games and stuff. So, uh, Stephen A. Smith, I don't shout out to him. I don't know if you, you ever listen to him in the morning. He is, he is great. He's like a damn preacher out there. So for sure, I got to get my Stephen dose of daily dose of Stephen A for sure. That's great. That's awesome. Well, uh, that's pretty much all I got uh, for questions. Austin, you gave a great story. Uh, lots of great advice. You're going to do great things in the coming months, let alone weeks and days and you know years to come. So uh, we'll definitely stay linked and all that. But sure. uh, you got any last words for the podcast? 
Um, I'd like to throw my my Instagram on there. Yeah, go ahead and my, do all that. Yeah, so I mean, I I love to connect with people. Like I said, I mean this this whole podcast was based on a connection that we made through through Instagram. So I guess if if anyone has something to say or questions or whatever, I'd I'd love to connect with you. So my my Instagram is Austin underscore Tomeko, T-O-M, like Tom, A-I, K is in kilo, O, and then the number two, five. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much all I want to, I guess, sign off with is if, if anyone wants to connect, create content or whatever, I mean, I would love to do that with you as well. I mean, yeah, I, I have featured a couple of people on the podcast or whatever. I mean, that'd be, that'd be great. Cause I think, you know, yeah. I think it, once this is aired, I mean, like I said, you got to add value to people that's really important. So hopefully people get some, some valuable information from the, the conversation that we had and move forward from there. Life's all about network and life's all about connection. So very important to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for uh, being on the show again. Everyone, a lot of people that listen to it are going to get very great value. A lot of great value from this. I know a couple of people in particular that listen to my show pretty frequently that are really going to enjoy this episode. So Thank you, Austin, for being on the show. It was great. You know, whenever I record these, time flies. Like, this was 32 minutes, you know? It feels like we've just been talking for a couple minutes, so... Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, brother. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor, for yeah. sure. 100%. We're going to have to link up pretty soon and just, you know, talk for a little bit. Absolutely. Share some ideas, get some content stuff out there. We'd love that. All right, guys, first off, I just want to thank you for tuning in and listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the episode, please let me know what you think. You know, you can DM me at Aiden.Reddington on Instagram or just, you know, go leave a review on iTunes. That would mean a lot. And it's pretty cool to see some reviews rolling every once in a while. And I really appreciate that. Also, in the description, there are links to most all of Austin's social media. So if you want to hit them up, it's all down there. And if you've got any questions for him or anything like that, just hit me up or hit him up on social media. I'm sure he'd love to hear from you guys. But again, I really appreciate your guys' time. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Aiden Reddington from Red's Corner. Peace out.